Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode two of the Halo series review series from Game Informer. I am Alex Stadnick, and uh, we appreciate you joining us today. Uh, my co-host, Mr. Van Aken, is taking a well-deserved break today, so you can find him on episode three of this series. But uh, thank you for, for tuning in. The reviews of the review series have been positive so far, so we're happy to be here. But let's in introduce the rest of the panel. EIC himself, Andrew Reiner, in the building. Hello, sir. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. <laughs> That's well. well. Kind of an angsty well after watching that episode. Not to dip my my hand on what I think, but yeah, yeah just well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, one of the bright parts of my day, though, is Brian Shea is also here. Hello. Hey, that episode was not a bright part of my day. <laughs> so I'll let's tip get my hand. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll jump in right away. So this is the Halo series review. Uh, we are going episode by episode, week by week, letting you know the highs, the lows of the Paramount Plus Halo TV show. And when I say highs and lows, there was a lot of lows in this episode. So <laughs> when you say highs and lows, you're talking relatively. <laughs> relatively speaking, of course. So uh, episode two, it's called Unbound. Um, and my criticism for this episode will probably be unbound as well. Um, yeah, unbound so, from the Halo franchise. <laughs> for real. Uh, this is an episode, uh, so, it's like an Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where nothing really happens, but at least Always Sunny was a little bit more uh, entertaining. So uh, wow. it takes place moments after Chief and Quan flee, reach, get away from the UNSC because the UNSC has tasked Master Chief to kill Quan, a research, uh, an insurgent, research, um, uh, a rebel from Madrigal, this planet uh, that we saw in the first episode, right? First episode, we had some action, right? Chief was killing things left and right uh, and had his helmet on for the majority of the episode. And then in episode two, they decided to say, nope, we're not doing any of that. So uh, you come to find out Chief and Quan are headed to this asteroid city, uh, very reminiscent of of guardians of the galaxy or um star wars right it feels like there's it's, a lot more star wars inspiration in this yeah thing. it's the set Halo. from demolition man let's not <laughs> let's not mince that it 100 is the same set <laughs> there you go i uh I, if i would have seen demolition man i would agree with you oh, wholeheartedly. you just saw it yeah, yeah. You just saw it. <laughs> there you go um and there's this weird moment <laughs> that i laughed out loud it's like one in the morning i was i was watching it by myself and i laughed out loud because he get they get to this the city right and you can tell it's like kind of moss eisley scum villainy like that kind of stuff um you know and they all corner chief they're like oh a spartan's here and they, they train their guns on him and stuff like that <laughs> and then there's this moment <laughs> where they drive a forklift in between chief and like the leader who we'll talk about in a second right and i was like wait a minute there's like six other ways he could get around this. I'm pretty sure there's a way around on the other side of the, the corner, right? And this they were all the like, most, we uh, got him. Yeah. This is the most loyal to video games that they are in the entire series because you know that if there's a minor inconvenience in the path, you cannot clear that path until you do the other objective. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I like, and the, the look of victory on some of these people's faces, like, what is happening here? They're like, we, we got him. Yeah. Didn't we see Chief jump like 20 feet in the air? Couldn't he have even just like easily cleared that? We're but what does he do? One. Yeah. yeah, what does he do? <laughs> yeah, he, he literally pushes it out of the way. <laughs> yeah, like one-handed he does it. I was like, oh, I mean like you're trying to show, show his strength. That's cool, I guess. But like this is the weirdest thing like I can imagine. Yeah. At least that's what I thought of this moment. So um, we come to find out though 
that Soren um, is the leader of this this area, right? And we get a flashback sequence of Soren because Soren was a former Spartan. He was a friend of of John's in the Spartan program. He's like Soren zero six six or something like that. Yep. Um, and the the sequence that confirms the theory that we all had that Chief is actually a narc. <laughs> in in real life uh because soren is fleeing the program citing how in the flashback right he's citing how uh oppressive it is how um much hall, e- evil how evil halsey is right for this and that kind of stuff and john has his gun trained on him and he's like i'm gonna kill you if you leave and i was like what, the, what is what is this characterization of this? I uh, I don't know. What did you guys think of the the flashback sequence? It was basically them like uh, trying to establish. Like literally, as I'm watching that, I'm removed from the the entire immersion of the episode because I'm thinking in my head, oh, this is where they establish that he has always been like a by the books, brainwashed Spartan, and mm-hmm. then like that's why this is such a big deal for him. But they could have done that over multiple seasons instead of doing this heavy handed flashback of him, like saying, I'm going to kill you or alert the entire camp or whatever, like on your, on your way out. So you have five minutes. So like, that's me being like merciful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you're, you're thinking, okay, this is where we're going to see him shoot this guy in the head. He is just all about the Spartan program. He's the perfect soldier. What exactly what they've been talking about him being until he touched that covenant device. Right. And then all of a sudden he was reawakened, but no, it turns out, that there's humanity in chief and he gives this guy a chance zero six six you got five minutes to run away basically right and at that point i'm like your whole setup in episode one is a wash now yeah well <laughs> like, also if they were trying to remind us that uh there's humanity in master chief they already do that because that f-ing helmet's never going back on his head <laughs> <laughs> i literally it's literally an inconvenience at this point because he has to carry it around everywhere. And it's like, what do you, why? What is it? What's the point of even having the helmet then? You should just yeah. like, oh my God. You know yeah. where it should be? It should be on your head, not in your hands. Correct. And, and there's a point in this episode where he puts his helmet on and they, they treat it like a reward to the viewer. Like <laughs> it's on. And it's like a triumphant moment. He kind of looks, almost breaks the fourth wall looking at you. And you're like, right, dude, what is this? And what he you? takes it off again. Like, yeah. Yeah, and then he's out of he's out of uniform a ton and stuff like that. And it's this is a weird complaint, right? Because I feel like this is like I don't know if like the average family's gonna care about this, right? But it's like, why is he Master Chief if you're literally just gonna treat him like he is because that's the beauty of Chief, right? This mysterious stoic warrior, right? And and we don't get any of that in this, especially in this episode, right? And I understand you're trying to make him more relatable right but it's just i think it's not working like i it's because it's taking away so much of what i love from chief from the games and what i know of him beforehand yeah it's not just the helmet right like right right now with the helmet they're just messing with the fans like they're upsetting (laughs) fans by it because of how they're using it it's like what are you doing (laughs) yeah yeah i i don't get it and the lowest point of this episode, which I think we're getting close to, is there's a point where he kind of bonds with a child. Mm-hmm. And the child has a stamper, you know, one of those rubber stampers, <laughs> and, and puts a stamp of a smiley face on Chief's hand. And Chief is like, what is this? And it's like... <laughs> it's a smiley it, face, bro. Yeah, it, it's exactly. But it's like, yeah. you know, he's, he's bonded with you. And, and Chief's like, why, thank you. You know, like... <laughs> but then they even... They go one step further and they reflect on the smiley face again. 
yep. and they show it kind of worn. And I'm like, that messaging, that imagery, imagery, I am so out. Like, yeah, right. Like this is not only is it does it have nothing to do with Halo, any of this, yeah, or the established Halo universe, but it is the cheesiest messaging you could think of in terms of trying to make someone seem human. Yo, it is so dumb. Yeah, <laughs> you know what's gonna I hate happen, it right? So much. Yeah, you know what's gonna happen, right? Episode four or five, there's gonna be the Covenant will discover like the uh, asteroid cluster. Right, and they'll tear it apart, and Chief will get there too late, and he'll look through the rubble, and all he'll see is a hand sticking out of the rubble with a smiley face on it, and that'll inspire him to take it to the Covenant once more. I was thinking um, he would be going through a hard time, or like he'd lose someone, or something like that, and he would like, of course, he's not going to be wearing the Spartan outfit. Why would he? Of course, and he's going to look yeah. down at his hand. And he's going to be like, see like a faded smiley face, and he'll be like, it's not so bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what I want dead, is, but, yeah. I want him to die. I want to, I want, I want to put him out of his misery at this point for what he's going through, and as he's dying in his own blood, I want him on on a wall just to draw that smiley face, <laughs> and then as he makes the mouth, he's just like, ah, like trails off. Gone. Yeah, I couldn't believe what they did with him in this episode. I was like, this is this is gonna upset a lot of people. Did, did you notice, by the way, while we're on the topic of like how much they're straying from like the source material? I, I don't know the exact verbiage, but they don't say inspired by the Halo games or the Halo uh, novels or anything. It says inspired by the Halo universe of games. I didn't notice they that. They make it very clear that it's like inspired by the universe. Well, yeah, and it, it really does feel like, I mean, we're we're jokingly, but also not kidding with our criticisms here. But it's like, it really does feel like they tried to make this feel like Star Wars more than Halo right or anything else yeah, yeah it doesn't feel more like kurt russell's soldier movie like <laughs> right it, really yeah. it it's almost a clone of that movie it's like what <laughs> what are we doing and especially yeah. after this episode i'm like it make this if this is the halo series fine but like don't have chief be the main character like if this is if this is someone if this is a random spartan right uh, like yeah that's yeah better but it's still like i'm not enjoying the writing i'm not enjoying some of the choices but any but getting back to the story right the the flashback happens we're introduced to soren who is in in real in in 20 years later or whatever it is so the adult version um his weird we're gonna dunk a lot in this episode I'm I mean, sorry, he's shocker from spider-man homecoming oh yeah that's right um i don't know the actor's name but he's very good i've seen he's been in a bunch of stuff before um uh but like He's like, I think they're billing him as kind of like the good buddy, like kind of comic relief, like chin up chief, like you're going to be fine. But like to, to demonstrate Halsey and the Spartan program's cruelty, he's like, yeah, I lost an arm. But it's this weird prosthetic that is so unnerving and like unrealistic that it's like it's this puffy like and you can see like he has metal under it and stuff like that and it took me out of the experience immediately i was like what the hell is this like i don't you can do a lot of cooler things i feel like that than that a weird like puffed out arm and he's supposed to be like really strong with it right so um i would i would say a lot of the costumes on this asteroid like his his wife yeah it's like it's like do you know you're in a halo sci-fi no nope okay you, you got the wrong the wrong props oh, so yeah you know right, well, we like to change we're just yeah. gonna have you be a part of this universe they literally the they had leftover props from picard and they're like all right well i guess we're just gonna bring that in <laughs> so um so you're introduced to soren's family soren's like look at my life this is true freedom this is what i ran away i ran away from 
uh, his, we're introduced to a Star Trek bride and his son. Um, the meanwhile, Quan, um, uh, we're kind of introduced to through Quan's story and then through back on re- being back on reach in the, the military council. Um, we are introduced to potentially another series villain. Uh, the the leader of the insurgents who took over who uh, the UNSC ins, um, installed into Madrigal. Um, his name is hold on, I gotta find it. Um, he's like they show he is really like gonna be one of the big bads. I can't find his name at the moment, but because um, they they show a scene, a flash to Madrigal in the moment, right? And he's like killing random people. Like he's trying to be like very charismatic, very Joker-esque, like, oh, this one, you know, like, um, like that one fell funny or something like that. You know what I mean? Like very much like evil, evil villain. They really are heavy handed with that. And once again, they're trying to prove that the UNSC is very uh, one shade or one minded, right? Like they're just, they're trying to maintain control wherever they can get it and they don't care who they put in charge. And these very evil persons, apparently, uh, were led to believe so. I don't know. Do you have, do you guys have any thoughts on, on that? I like that actor a lot. Uh, you know, he's from Torchwood. Uh, I don't mm. know if you've seen that. By I the like way, the guy, guy we were talking about before who played adult Soren is Bokeem Woodbine. That's what I was looking up. Okay. Uh, his actor name. Cool. But like, uh, I like him as a antagonist. So that, mm-hmm. that kind of setup worked for me. That, that was one of two moments in the show where I was interested in what was happening. The other was when they were talking about the Cortana Cortana program like that that whole thing I was like this is a pretty good beef that they have between each other you know these the two people in that department and then uh just setting it up how they're talking about how it can help the Spartans I was like this this is interesting right yeah so and and on the topic of Cortana I do need to issue an apology to the Halo fans out there uh last week we uh bemoaned the the storyline of the clone right how off-putting it was and how we didn't like it and um, a couple of you have pointed out nicely, by the way, too, you know, nice feedback is good, right? That apparently that is technically canon, uh, that Halsey, the, the Cortana program came from a clone of Halsey and it, they extracted it from Halsey's clone's brain. So that is real. I still don't jive with it, but I, I would like to uh, say that we were, we were off base on that one. So apologies. But anyways, yes, there is the militaristic council. We're introduced to Lord Hood in this episode, um, and I miss Ron Perlman's voice, um, but it is what it is. The guy was fine. Um, The council was great. I think that works. Yeah. Yeah, because they're like, what are we going to do with Chief? Like, what's happening? And basically, Cortana gets approved um, in a limited uh, fashion, right? Chief is going to be the test subject for this. Right. um, So... Moving through it. Um, so hopefully, I mean, it seems like the Cortana is going to be like some way to try to control Chief from the UNSC perspective. Hopefully that means that we're going to get like old Chief back. <laughs> and this is just like a <laughs> detour. <laughs> right. Well, because, yeah, in, in this, because, you know, in the games, you very much love the relationship between Chief and Cortana. It is a symbiotic relationship. It is they're there to help each other. Right. But in this they're positioning it as UNSC wants these killers to these soldiers, Spartans to be the ultimate killer, listen to everything. And it is basically a way to ensure their mind control, their brainwashing works. So that's I think that's an interesting plot point that I'm excited to see move forward. Um, we got to get through a lot of stuff before we get to that. So um, 
I'm trying to think what else happened. So we were introduced to the fact that Cortana the is prison is cells, whatever. Let's yeah. talk about that. So the, one of the reasons why Chief went to this asteroid colony was to escape the UNSC, but also to get answers on what this piece of tech is that he ex, that he stole from the Covenant in Episode 1, right? And he gets to this really weird uh, mental hospital prison. I don't know what it is. It's, like, not done super well. And they meet this guy who is... Um, who's been um uh, he's escaped the covenant he's been captured by the covenant it's very 1960s 70s pulp sci-fi right where it's like i survived and the aliens are coming though they're always around yeah. us very, he's just the guy like, from independence day <laughs> yeah exactly uh he's very manic and he's telling his stories about the covenant right and he forces chief's hand to touch the um touch the the piece of tech right the i'm calling yeah, the it artifact. the forerunner tech yeah. the artifact thank you yeah um and it once again it triggers a memory for chief but it also and in combination with the covenant scene that we'll talk about in a second they finally mention halo the actual rings right he gets this yeah. vision of of these weapons in space right um everyone's freaking out there's this energy surge and and whatnot and on the flip side of that the covenant which i once again i think the the prophets are probably some of the best looking sci-fi in this series so far oh, i think they great. look really yeah. cool and some of the comments pointed out it is because i think it's because they did have people on set and then they kind of crafted around them so it feels a little bit more lifelike which is cool but so we we're we're finding out who this this human in the covenant is. It's this person who was taken in um, by the covenant when she was young, and she's she feels like she is a member of them. Um, and basically, she is. Um, uh, I believe her name is like Mackie. Does that sound right? M A K E. I can tell you. You yeah. could give me a hundred guesses. <laughs> yeah, Mistakey. Yeah, something. <laughs> exactly yeah um and uh so the covenant are like we have to send someone to get the artifact right because they too also know that it is connected to the ring so we're starting to get the finally of the story of the covenant discovering you know the the rings and that kind of stuff they know about it right but that's why they wanted this artifact and she's like no 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 i'm going to do this i can sneak around the humans much easier than you can which true you know that's very true um, I was going to ask you guys about this. I was excited to talk about this. Are they getting oh, at yeah. like, are, <laughs> yeah, are they getting at that? Like Soren's wife is the mother of this, this child. Cause they're the only two people with white hair in the series so far. Are they going to do that? I hope not. What I, <laughs> what I think they're going to do is this could be a potential love interest for master chief. Uh, I, I, I kid you not. I see this like, through line building up of like he's becoming more human he's learning about things they're doing things like what it's like to be human like taste they go into taste in this episode yeah. and he's mm -hmm. like i don't taste anything he's like don't worry it'll come back you know what that means they're going to explore all of his human elements coming back you have this person that's off in a different society that's been removed from humanity that's dealing with the exact same thing potentially right reading books talking she's there's some humanity there she's reading books they're gonna come together in and then and i'm gonna smoochy smoochy projectile vomit <laughs> <laughs> oh man i thought my theory was was uh upsetting but yeah that's it that that's is my one. Take where it's going and it, yeah. you just see the two point the you know the exact same thing happening on two sides basically right <laughs> oh boy 
So, oh yeah, boy, Shay, any any thoughts on that? No, <laughs> no, okay, no. <laughs> then, then I, just, I, I hope it. I hope that like she goes to like board her ship to go to like the humans, and she like opens up the port, and whoops, nobody parked the ship out there, and she just gets sucked into space <laughs> at the end of the storyline. <laughs> That's it. See I hope bye. you're right, Brian. Though I hope that Cortana brings back the chief we like, and all of a sudden it's the show that we expected or or we're hoping for right maybe so, all this humanity stuff will just be washed away yeah so um uh the episode is reaching its end right it's kind of the the prep phase right it feels like it's starting to launch into what the actual story is of this um chief drops Quan off at the the asteroid uh um colony right um in what i'm sure every halo fan was looking for right we we get a weird naked shot of of uh, Maki or the the Covenant Lady. It was like, oh yeah, that's exactly what we were asking for, right? Um, and so Quan is kind of sitting on the the sidelines now. She's gonna stay with Soren. So I would imagine uh, the the path seemed to be like you know, especially establishing this villain on Madrigal, right? Quan and Soren may take that up as a charge, right? Chief is going to meet up, or Chief does go back to Reach, right? He sets his beacon. Um, the, his silver team comes, gets him. The episode is ending on him meeting back with Halsey. Right. And it's this weird exchange of like him looking at Halsey as like maybe a mother figure, like, or like at least like maybe like equals, like he's, he's divulging everything to her. Right. He's like talking about his memories and that kind of stuff. And, um, Halsey, who I think is probably the best actor portrayal so far right mm-hmm. is like loving it she's like yeah we're yeah. gonna i'm gonna help you like we're gonna get through this together like it's great and she's just licking her chops because she's gonna you know hopefully because in the in the in the the games in the books right Hal- halsey does have a weird love for chief right it is yeah. it's more it's stronger it, it it's it's a love that is like yes he's our only hope right she unequivocally knows that but it is like he is special to her and you get a little taste of that in this scene and which i like there's a complex nature to that relationship that i yeah thought was maybe the highlight of the the show right um but man I, this episode was a dud um yeah I, yeah yeah um i don't know did i miss anything i I went through that kind of quickly Uh, the unnecessary minecart sequence Uh, yeah like what was up with that like it like (laughs) those were my two notes uh i I was like the cg's cool the asteroid sequence was cool Mm -hmm. i don't believe that colony would still exist with all those asteroids zipping around like that but whatever it works visually it works what does it say blow that one if we're censoring because i said they're never going to put that helmet on again are they that's my one (laughs) note and the second note is what is that cart roller coaster thing yeah yeah but not only was it just like unnecessary when it's on the track but then it like launches through the air in a dangerous way and lands on a cable and i'm like yeah who made this how how many people (laughs) would die on that a week do you think maybe that's how they control the population yeah and like uh kwan is the only one reacting appropriately because the thing is not just like going fast down the tracks it's like careening sideways as like barking yeah mm-hmm. all it took would like be for chief to be standing on the other side of it and you're flipping that thing like it's <laughs> exactly. just a little yeah. bit of weight yeah um yeah anyway i i was when i saw that i was like cg's good they got a good budget but it's like i don't understand what i'm watching right now right yeah, yeah. it's so cg has been really hit or miss but in that sequence i was like oh this is cool this feels 
grounded, yeah, not grounded, they, but it feels like it's a place, right? They did a they, good job on setting it up. Are they trying to say this guy, maybe we shouldn't trust him so much. There's something, you know, like with this sequence that's lining up with him, 066. I don't know. I don't know. No. <laughs> you know, they, they should really have like, appealed to the fans of Halo 2. Didn't Hoobastank do a song for Halo 2? They, they should have done a Hoobastank song while they were on that minecart. Or uh, or Breaking Benjamin, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I do love that song. Um, yeah. I'm trying to see my notes. Uh, Chief is a narc, apparently. Um, I, I said I, my favorite note I wrote was ha 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 the effing forklift scene. It's still one of the goats. Like this is if if this season if we only get two seasons of this, that'll unequivocally be the one of the best moments. So. That that and the smiley face. It's like wow. Yeah. Wow. So, they went so, there. I, yeah. you know, I think the big takeaway of this is Soren, right? His introduction as a character. Um, I think the actor is good. I think the writing for him is is not great, right? Because of the, <laughs> we're going to get through this, like, good buddy type of, like, attitude he brought to it. And I don't know. We'll, we'll see. The only so. thing that would have made this episode better slash worse would have been if they went to the first person view when he was either pushing the like the forklift out of the way or when he was getting his hand stamped by the kid. <laughs> yeah, you can really feel it from his perspective. Yeah. Um, oh, we're boy. all chief. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, I mean, that was it was a bad episode. And I, I liked the first episode. And mm -hmm. I, I feel like I don't know many shows that have fallen that much between singular episodes like that. You know, right. it, it was it was dramatic. Mm -hmm. it, was, it really was like, wow. They went, and, I mean, all different direction. <laughs> and usually shows when they have that big of a drop off, it's like they'd already established so much goodwill. Like a lot of people didn't like that. Uh, the the Coach Beard episode of uh, Ted Lasso. Mm -hmm. But right. like you already had two full seasons of like amazingly strong goodwill already established. So it's like right, we could tolerate right. a less well-liked episode. But this one, no goodwill already established. I like and I also like the Coach Beard episode. I'm just going to throw that out there. But <laughs> yeah. um, at least know, that stuck true to him. You know, right. like it was a falling down moment. And this is just very much like, who is this character? What is happening? Right. I'm really <laughs> Where are they going. I'm really hoping and why I'm choosing to be a little hopeful for what's to come. Right. Is I feel like they got. Hopefully more of the story out of the way. Right. You you can you've you've established it. Right. You've mentioned Halo now. You've set kind of the board for the characters who are going to be in play here. Now I hope it's like actually getting to the story, right? We, we know about Chief, like hopefully Cortana. Here, I'm, here's what I'm worried about though. I'm, I'm worried this whole season is going to be the intro to Cortana. Like I'm worried it's going to be like everything on Reach is like building to this. And then the last shot of this season is going to be, hello, Master Chief. I am Which Cortana. They've Which already they've been showing Hello, Master Chief in right? the trailers. Yeah. And I'm terrified that's going to be like the last scene of this season. I'm like, oh, if that's what we're building to the entire time. It can't be. Get me it out hope, of here. Can't be. I hope it happens this next episode. I, I hope so. I hope yeah. you're right. Because then it's like, okay, maybe we'll get back to fighting the Covenant in, in the next episode. Because John is, they're going to send John back out, right? He's going to be united with Silver Team. We're going to have the conflict on Madrigal with Soren, right? Um, and and Quan, presumably, right? We'll see who takes on on the the big bad there but i'm really hoping this next episode brings some firepower because we need that like chief needed a rocket launcher and facing when facing the scarab like uh because if if next episode is all exposition like it, it was in this one then it's like we're gonna move this to a spoiler cast of of elden ring or something like that because <laughs> <laughs> we're out yeah because we're, we're gonna need something um i'm sad how dis how disappointing this has been to start yeah. um because well, again i i thought there was 
some high points in that first episode. They just right. need to get back on that track. Yeah. So I'm not willing to give up hope quite yet, but uh, yeah, this episode was was I was a looking dud. forward to the to the rebound, but yeah, unfortunately, this is a dud. So, um, and this was a I I was like, okay, tolerant slash I like find this representation or this this portrayal of Master Chief. But this episode, I just didn't like him. And I think, like I said, because I was like, oh, he really is. He's just a narc. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we shall see. Uh, viewers, I am fascinated to hear what you think about this. Uh, please let us know in the comments what you what you thought, what we missed, right? Like I said, your feedback has been very helpful. Um, we will be back next week for another recap of episode. Uh, episode three will be next week. I think Alex will be back for that. Um, and yeah, well, Godspeed. Yeah. I may I may just go play infinite. Only to up from here. There. Only up from here. There's, it has to be, right? Nowhere else you can go. <laughs> yeah. So Ryan Does a single gun go off in this episode? Nope. They threatened it a couple of times. They did. Yeah. Yep. But the, no no shoe sting. So and that's it's like that's the thing is like it sounds childish almost to be like, there was no action, so I don't like it. But yeah. like one of the main highlights is the action from that first episode. So uh you know, and Halo is an action series. It's a sci-fi series, you know, and and so far, we haven't really seen a ton of that. So um, this is a different medium. They could do more story stuff, sure, but you can't betray exactly what the franchise is through right. a full episode. Like, I, it didn't feel Halo at all, in my opinion. No, but no. anyway, they have yeah. struggled to find that that balance of that. So um, here's hoping they can can better strike that. You know, there's plenty of shows that start rough and end strong. So. We shall see next week. But thank you. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, if you feel like it, give a review on iTunes. It helps us a ton. Um, be good to one another, and we will see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.